that this? Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is that? Sounds like some meditation. Oh, music. inner peace, harmony, self-love, frequency, 582 hertz. What a hippie. Are we rolling? <laughs> yeah. We'll leave that in. I was uh, not trying to do that. I was trying to look up my podcast with Asana Mod, which is out now. We'll put the link in my podcast because I love him. Um, tour dates. When does this come out, good sir? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. All right. What do we got? We got Davenport, Iowa. Community service live in Aus- No, uh, uh, in Chicago. I looked at the wrong side of the calendar. Uh, Chicago, Illinois, followed by Rochester, New York. And then Austin. Back to Austin. Then Denver, Colorado. Philadelphia, Washington, D.C. Burbank, California, December 28th. F- closing out the new year in Springfield, Massachusetts. And uh, I'm so tired. I love you. Uh, tune in. Tune out. Check me out. I talk about the mothership and how awesome it was. And, and, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a banger. I get tired at the end and I start jumbling. <laughs> I love you all. Tune in. Stay up. Peace. Cat hair. I am human. I'm human. Can all be lint free? Now can we? <laughs> Oh, oh, my hair. Where do I begin? Holy moly. Adventures. Get out of my butt. It's a wallet. I don't like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Get out of there. Oh, oh my God. You know when you have so much to talk about, you're like, ooh, where do I begin? What do I even, hang on, let me get some Lee's Vietnamese coffee. This shit is rocket fuel. I had to take a little nap. I was tired. I had a rough day. I slept in, woke up to cats, <laughs> went to went on a beach walk, went in the ocean, filmed everything. Not in the best shape, you know? As I watched the video, I was like, ah, you thought you were slick out there, huh? Looking kind of buff. Skinny fat. Anyways, <laughs> got sand. Just went in my underwear. I didn't bring trunks. It was just so hot, you know. Normally, I go in sweats and I warm up by the end of it. This one, I was taking my shirt off at the beginning of it. I was like, "Oh, I feel good." And then I watched the video and I went, "Oh, I gotta work out." <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just exhausted from a rough day. How was work, pussy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. You know, I'm a working man. I work in other ways. Speaking of that. Ah, I looked at my schedule and I got anxiety again. It looks like I'll be taking a break in February. Yeah. This fucking touring for three years. My one week off, I went to Austin. I'll talk all about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this, this, My week off, I went to try to get in at the mothership. Or got in at the mothership. Everything's a fucking Rubik's Cube, bro. I thought I was like, oh, joy. And I'm like, oh, this is just a different Rubik's Cube. <laughs> I solved some of it. Looks like I'll be back. This shit never ends, bro. <laughs> this shit, I got a fucking Rogan story of all Rogan stories, oh, nice. bro. <laughs> I guess I'll just get into that. We'll go right into the to the club. Let me get all cracked out on this Lee's Vietnamese coffee. Costco. This shit's rocket fuel. Makes me real weird this month, you know. Sweet tooth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That is pure syrup concentrate. So what had happened was I put the Lee's Vietnamese concentrate in, and then I added water. 
And then I did. I shook it. I sh- a maraca. <laughs> and then I went for a sip. It was so watery. So I added way more. And I had a feeling it just didn't shake right. And now it's just syrup. <laughs> Yum. My eyes might twitch on this one. It is so good. Have you had Lee's? You get no. diarrhea. Yeah, too much. You little pussy butthole. Huh? Can't hold milk? your caca in. <laughs> <laughs> I got all these hairs all over me, and I'm afraid of wasps now. Wasp. <laughs> How do you say that? I'm going to speak good today. Sweet tooth. Sweet tooth. No devil in this tooth. Authenticus. Okay. Let's start the journey. First and foremost, where did I... What? I just go like this. I just grab <laughs> I quit. I'm gonna, where's my gun? I give up, Chris. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm so fucking tired. I did a theater gig in Everett, Washington. That shit was lit. We had like 400 motherfuckers in there, man. That shit was up. So I do a theater gig. I felt... I felt like a like I should take my special there. Everett, Washington. That's my favorite now. Like an hour outside of a major city, all the weirdos that do too much <laughs> drugs and like guns and should be sober, and some are. You know, freedom fighters. <laughs> oh man, I love those places. That's respect out there. Little little feels a little racist sometimes though. <laughs> <laughs> what is with the woods and racism? You guys give it up. I thought God is in nature. Look at the tree. It's brown, ain't it? So stop <laughs> fucking messing with my Mexican people. They just pound, pass some new legislation. Legislation, sweet tooth, in uh, Texas. Some some fucking shit where they get to pull over my cousin for no fucking reason. <laughs> Fuck you, Texas. But I'm glad you got a lot of guns. I like that. I don't know why. No violence. No violence. Um. So Everett, Washington was lit. That shit was a little tweaker town, though. Check into the hotel. This is like noon, 1 p.m., and the uh, front door won't open. You have to have your key to access it, which is standard procedure. 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 (laughs) I had your stroke. Ah, what is happening, Craig? Talk good. You know when you go to a hotel and they lock the doors, but it's usually after midnight, mm-hmm. unless it's Las Vegas and it's hell on earth and they want the <laughs> heathens in. Come here, meth head. Did you just rob Susan down the street? Give me the money. Give me Susan's money that you stole. Go buy some teeth, tweaker. And uh, anyways, oh man, I got ADHD today, full on. And uh, that's not a real thing. ADHD is bullshit. It's <laughs> it's trauma. It's a coping mechanism. You could beat it. Get off the meth, unless you're on meth for funsies. You know, it's just those ignorant fools. At least that's a real man. He's like, I'm on this shit for real. You know, these other people just take a pill. Be like, oh no, I just got to study. You're a fucking tweaker. Own it. Own it, tweaker Tim. Yeah, I said it. Don't do drugs. Find help. Go to church, even though they molest. <laughs> Jesus, there's two sides to every coin, and I'm just spitting it out. I don't know. Go to the bush. That's the only place untainted. So, so, so the racist woods. So the racist woods. What the fuck was I? Oh, Tweaker Town. So I go to check in, and you can't get in, and they beat me in, and they, and then, and then I'm like, why? You know, this is noon one, and then we go to the hotel and we go walk to eat, and then on me and Eric Friedman, the homie, funny fool, look him up. 
And then as we're walking, they'll go get bento box because I like some Japanese cuisine. A tweaker tries to sell me a bicycle. I said, sir, <laughs> no, get away from me. You saw the devils in his eyes. They got the full black eyes. There's nobody in oh, there. Yeah. Bugged out. Bugged out. Somebody needs to go to nature and eats the mushroom. Get off the devil's dandruff, hey? How about them apples? <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry about that. Speak of the devil. I just threw up a little bit of them. These notes are all over the place. I should have organized <laughs> them. A lot of reoccurring thoughts, but I mean it. I mean it. We'll just stay on the adventure. Washington was fucking fire. Um, Corey Michaelis, Michaelis, I don't fucking know. Nice guy. Uh, he's uh, he's up there, Seattle comic. He put the thing together and got me. Got my little tweaker ass to his little tweaker town. Respect. And uh, that shit was lit, man. Then I flew into Austin. I stayed at an Airstream camper. Just cute as shit. Sleek. Elegant, swanky, classy. What other words can you think of, Craig? <laughs> You're running out, aren't you? <laughs> Shiny. Nom nom. Wood. The walls were made of wood. Insulated. Bathroom's a little tiny, though. I got some knots on my elbows washing my hair. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shoebox. You try washing your hair in a coffin. You just like did. Oh, don't live. Don't. None of that now. It was slick. That shit, like, I said this every day, eight times a day. Look at this. This is so cute. Um, I want a camper. That trailer was fucking fire, bro. I want the bigger one, though. I want a destination trailer. I just want some land and a farm and a cottage and a harem of women. You can't have that. <laughs> you can't have that. They'll chop your dick off. <laughs> um, and so uh, check in Austin. By the way, I got my big old body bag of merch. Sold out of merch pretty good. But I have uh, Derek Poston and Sam Lopez's wedding gift in there. And it's a cast iron skillet that weighs 900 tons. For the record, this is brand new. In the box. I had to take it out because it needed to fit in my luggage. Because I put that box in here and, it, and then I couldn't bring no clothes. So I got your wedding gift right here. Brand new. Here's the box. Had to unpack it to get it to you, dog. I ain't no cheapo. This this came with a box. I just can't fit it in my luggage, okay? I love you. Happy wedding, anniversary, whatever it's called. Union. So I've been lugging this around from, you know, state to state. And I had to take it out of the box. But I filmed it. I was like, it's brand new. It's not. I had to take it out of the box to fit it in the luggage. Suitcase. Bag. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong right with you what is right with you craig focus on the positive don't tear yourself down god loves you then why'd he take my tooth <laughs> he, he needed it the offering sacrifice <laughs> give me that tooth and uh i just fingered my mouth for the for the audio only. You're wondering what that noise was? <laughs> Craig fingered the old tooth hole right there for the YouTubers. Gotcha. Gotcha covered, boys. I know you want it. <laughs> you sicko. Okay, all right. Stay on task. Come on, ADHD brain. 
I wasn't traumatized as a child. Focus. Trauma. What is that? <laughs> Pussy shit. You know what I mean? Whatever. Makes you funny. I'll take on some more. Give me some jokes, God. I'm just joking. I don't I don't want any more. I'll take it. I'll go. I'll do it. What happened there? So, oh, check-in, heavy suitcase, gravel, gravel driveway. Texas and their gravel. Ever heard of concrete? Ever heard of that? Get away from me, heckling me. Oh, my notes are in there. Shit. I threw my phone down. I need to put it on airplane mode, so I stopped getting tweets. Text. I don't really active on Twitter. <laughs> um, yeah, so I check in, and I have two giant suitcases. Only one's extremely heavy, but it's a gravel driveway. I don't know if you're familiar with loose rock and a heavy luggage. It doesn't roll on it. I got to lift these giant luggage, checking in, frayed because it's Texas. I'm on somebody's property. Giannis Papas. Oh, my God. He was at the mothership. God damn, that guy's funny. He got two standing ovations, bro. I witnessed. It's crazy. He doesn't even notice. He's so humble. My buddy Tony Casillas is open for him. He's like, you got to stay in. No, he's like, oh, wow. Yeah. I'm like, bro. (laughs) (laughs) What? Jesus, that man's funny. He's an expert at poking both sides, but intelligently... And not seriously, he he wins everybody over the right, the left, the you know Hamas is laughing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Zionists are laughing. Okay, don't go there. Peace, peace in the Middle East. Go to the beach. They don't want to. They're out for blood. <laughs> Anyhow, um, he can talk about anything, and both sides will laugh. It's unbelievable to watch. He kept saying property. And it's a great bet. Now I want property. What a man. I'm gay now. No. Uh, just like, that's a good dude. You know, and he's like a family guy. You could just tell. That fool's the shit. I'm going to be like you, fool. I'm going to turn Greek. How's this? I'm Mexican. We're close. They, they feel like Mexicans over there. <laughs> Mexicans of the islands. Doesn't it feel that way? Sure. You agree or you want that money, yes. boy? <laughs> <laughs> no, please call me out. That's what real friends are. No, I fucking I'm, hate me. Yes. I don't you know, know how Filipinos are kind of Mexican Asians? I feel like Greek or Mexican Europeans, you know? Yeah. No, I can see it. They're just like, hey, you know, <laughs> hummus. <laughs> you know, we got sauce. I don't fucking know. Boy, I sound real racist. It's all love. <laughs> it's all love. I love Greek. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. Okay, I'm going to stop talking now. Peace and love to all. No guns. Unless it's in American citizens, law-abiding citizens. Okay, there's no. <laughs> Poof, no evil. How about that? Um, Boy, this isn't coming out smooth today at all. <laughs> I thought I was like, oh my God, you got so much shit. You, got, you are bouncing all over the place like a basketball. I had too much caffeine, bro. <laughs> Go get me some lion's mane. I need help. God help me. Get me out of thought without going do 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 do. Back to Texas, the gravel. I stay on track. I got my wits about me. And people like try running an hour, and you get you know a lady sneezes. You're like, what? <laughs> Where was I? Gone. You're gone now. Um. Gravel. Camper's cute. 
weather. They got fast moving weather. Went to the mothership. I'll just get to the goods. I'm wearing the mothership hat. Holy shit. The mothership is, is fucking magical, bro. Imagine exactly what you think it is. Imagine a comedian with one, two, three hundred million dollars <laughs> and love stand-up comedy uh-huh. and cares and builds everything fucking nice. I was taking a piss and I look at the tile and I was like, damn, that's nice tile. I've never said that in my life, bro. You understand? I was touching the tile while I'm urinating. I was like, is this, is this, because it was all like alien, like glitter and bubbles and sparkles. Like, am I tripping? No, no. I was just, that's just nice tile. I thought I took some ayahuasca. No, he just spent money and everything, soundproof doors, curtains and just 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 perfect just fucking mitzi's bar downstairs homage he built a brand spanking new version slightly smaller two rooms uh, of the comedy store the the main room at joe's club looks extremely simple he designed it i mean this is what i was told and it clearly shows the main room is at the mothership is extremely similar to the main room at the comedy store and it's called Fat Man and Little Boy. And I always wondered why they chose that name. That, I, but somebody told me this. I didn't Google it, but you can. Um, that was the names of the uh, atomic bombs we dropped, which is pretty dark. But then the <laughs> belly room at the comic store is named after uh, abortions and hoes. And nobody knows that. They thought it was after females. But Mitzi had a sick, twisted sense of humor because that's where the mob ran their brothels. And it is rumored it is haunted because of abortions and evil that happened there. And I get to tell jokes there. It's a magical place. Definitely has less darkness than the comedy store. <laughs> Speaking of that. Um, and it's a historic spot, too. It had, like, uh, it used to be a rock club, punk rock club. And they have posters of everybody that performed there, like the Misfits. So it's very similar where it had legends before legends. Because the comedy store was Ciro's. And they had Dean Martin and the Rat Pack and Frank Sinatra and the Mob. And uh, to Richard Pryor, to your firecracker farter, Trader <laughs> Joe right here, baby, yeah. And, uh, and it's just magical. And it was so scary and intimidating. But not like that. Like, just like, oh, it matters here. Like, it, it, like you, that shit is important. People have different thoughts about having, like, a, I call it, like, the comedy mafia. Like, is he funny? Is he in? And the, and, and the, more prestigious the club, the harder it is to get in. And people can hate on that, but I really enjoy it because it makes an energy about it to like fucking bring it, bring your shit, get ready, bring your air, a game, bring your AR. No, that's a joke. <laughs> I can't talk. Bring your a game. Let's go. Where I'm like, do I do old bits and kill? Do I do new shit? Do I do this? What do I do? You start thinking like that. And this is what people say, but they I believe it because it's comics and it's obviously no shade to these people I love and look up to. But they said Ron White was even nervous his first time. The legend, Ron, you know, obviously, you know, that goes away after fucking one second because he's Ron White. But uh, that's what they told me. And he was there. He's cool as shit. Man, that fool's funny as fuck. His new set is fire. I'm so glad he didn't retire. He retired and came back. That fool is so funny. That's my, dude, that guy's a fucking legend. He's like, like comedy Tupac or some shit. You're like, what are you? (laughs) 
have you been shot too? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like he just lived life. Every story I think I have, he, he's got like 10 more, you know? Just those OGs like Joey Diaz and shit where you're just like, damn, these guys are just, just rock stars, comedic rock stars. So Ron was there, Shane Gillis was there, uh, Giannis Pappas was there, um, Duncan Trussell was there. He was talking about Terrence McKenna and Singularity and the theory. It was like, this is the most Duncan Trussell. He was just telling <laughs> me this. And I was like, I'm, I love him too. I look up to him. I, I feel like I'm autistic Duncan. Like he just spits <laughs> it out better. You know, we have, I'm like, are we the same? He he said he wanted to go live in the woods and then like realize he couldn't do it and I was like that's probably me too. <laughs> man, I love him. What a fucking sweet, funny man. That guy. You know when you just meet a fool and you're like, oh, you're just a you're just a sweetie. That sounds weird, but it's nothing but a compliment. He's like, you called me a sweetie, huh? Because <laughs> you're fucking awesome, bro. No, I just love man. It it, it felt like the comedy store with less depression less negativity slightly more competitiveness more opportunity for um stand-up purists hollywood's hollywood they got the volume of acting and industry but like it, it feels if you're like a small everything is my weird definitions if you're a small dog becoming a medium dog this like you're the medium dog, that's the place to go. I don't know. You could get in anywhere, it doesn't matter. All these comics are proving you don't even have to leave your state. They're blowing up through videos in fucking Washington, you know? And, uh, but like, there's just a scene there, man. They just did it. Like, Sunday Money's open mic, like at the comedy store. They got comics lined up around the block. Kill Tony, that fool's, that fool's, Tony Hinchcliffe was there. That motherfucker's knighting fools too. He's blowing kids up. He, he uh, This fool Cam Patterson was there. He had rocks. I showed him my rocks. He showed me his. <laughs> but he was funny as fuck, bro. I pulled out these fancy-ass rocks. He's like, nah, man, I like street rocks. And he just finding just regular rocks. He's like, look at this one. It's smooth. I'm like, you got to get turquoise, man. It makes you speak sweet. <laughs> just two fucking weirdos rubbing rocks. There was so many dope cats there. All the door guys are funny. Um... I'm picking my nuts. And, uh, dude, it was just awesome. It was just fucking awesome. Just excitement. Everybody is, I'm friends with both sides. You hear, call me store, you know. Like, first of all, everybody loves each other. Everybody's family. But then you get behind closed doors and be like, hey, do, 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 do. <laughs> fuck all y'all. They're both amazing. It's like, oh, speaking of that, it's like comparing Whataburger and In-N-Out. They're fucking different, dog. You can't. Apples and oranges. Everyone's like, Pac or DMX? How about both, bitch? How about, you know, you, all these things. Everybody always trying to compare. Lovely. Oh, my God, the security. How could I forget? I walked up thinking I, I know a lot of the door guys, you know? And I was like, oh, I'm going to see a door guy. I'm going to get in. It was fucking six Navy SEALs security. Everybody. Joe has Navy SEALs with him, bro. <laughs> this fuck, let me get to that story. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, so let's uh, stay on track. Security to the nine. They got like two or three metal detector layers. You ain't getting nothing in, bro. It's good. That's Texas. <laughs> and uh, so I walk in and like one of the guys looking at me and I'm just like, I'm a comedian. I'm just, I, you know, I don't even know if I was on that night. 
I don't think I was, but Hassan hooked it up and I got on. I just flew in for funsies. <laughs> What's up? And then I ended up getting up there like five, six, seven. I got to look at it. But yeah, that's why you just show up, man. I ain't got no spots. What's up? Six spots later. Yeah. What's up, Ron White? I love you. He's like, get him out of here. Get him out of here. He's hugging all the headliners. <laughs> Bro, I had a shit-eating grin the whole fucking time. Just like this. And for whatever reason, it was just more exciting because it was new to me. You know, Not that that doesn't happen at the store regularly, but I've been doing that at the store for 10 years. So here it was just different. I don't know, but I had it. It brought that young energy that you know, like yeah, yeah, this is cool. And I hadn't seen Rogan in like three years, bro. Okay, security. So I walk up. Now I'm. I feel like an idiot because I'm like, oh shit, can I even get in? And then one of the guys kind of recognized me. I'm like, I'm a comedian. He's like, you're on a show. I was like, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> he's like what do you mean no no i was like i'm kind of big dog I, you know i showed him i'm like look i'm verified he's like you go to the bar so i'm in the bar and of course immediately upon entering i see like three four homies i see holtzman brian holtzman's fucking insane i love that nutter jesus christ that guy's amazing he saved my number but he saved me as austin craig i was like i've known you in la for nine years <laughs> ten eight to ten years you, you know I'm L.A. You're L.A. He lives in Redondo, too. He saved me as Austin Craig. So we're bickering in the green room, and Tony Casillo's just laughing at us and just like, you you fools, you know. Um, And he's like, it's my phone. I'll save you high water. <laughs> he's got like this 20s, like, zoot suit vibe to him with slick back hair. He looks like a villain on the Three Stooges or some shit. <laughs> Why I ought to, you know. <laughs> And he just spits out the most vile, heinous comedy that is so punk rock and makes people scared. It's fucking awesome. He scares people and I love it. I always <laughs> run into the room to watch him like, ooh, they turned on him tonight. It gets scary. But when he when he connects, it's like this man could lead a revolution. It's crazy. That shit's gnarly. I never seen nothing like it. That guy is special. And uh I got to look at my notes and I threw my phone. I guess I'll just get to the Joe Rogan story. So, uh, hang on. What I need to do, do not disturb. So, uh, yeah, just magical. Oh, and the, the little boy room, it felt like a hybrid of the original room and the belly room. And that was quite nice. It felt like the cold cut combo of them both. I can't have any more coffee. My heart is jumping out of my cavity right now. You probably could hear it, huh? No, <laughs> I'm always weird. Um, get this away from me. I poured, I poured, okay, one more. <laughs> no, oh, I dare you take one sip of that and the sheer sugar of it would be like, yeah, you're like, you drinking that? <laughs> Half. Half. That is correct. Let me get religious. Yeah. What other funny stories? Just trying to get all of the mothership stories. All right, let's get to Joe Rogan. So um, he's in the main room, and I'm doing the, the little little boy room. He's in Fat Man. And, you know, the, in the beginning of the show, keep in mind, like, I know Joe uh, 
and in, to the capacity like I've emceed at the comedy store and I've brought him up like a dozen times. But he's seen me in the hallways there nine million times because I fucking love this shit. And that's, it's almost like that's why you do that, but it's not. Like, that's not why I was doing it. I just loved it. But now, like, he knows who I am just through seeing me 4,000 times in the hallways and on shows. Like, oh, like, I, this game as you go, you just want to know motherfuckers do it. And they're not visiting. They're not, you know, there's a lot of fakers and succubuses and, like, trying to get money or this or that. And then there's the real ones that just love this shit and will do it whether they make six bucks or six million bucks. That's how I feel, especially as I progress. You just kind of like, before I'm quick to give anybody advice, it's like, wait, are you really, are you really, I don't, it's not even a dick thing. It's like, I don't want to waste my words. But if you're in it, here is this, bop, bop, bop. Here's the information, go. Um, Cause there's a lot of that. There's a lot of people that just say shit there's a guy that doesn't even want to do it that'll just say he wants to do it for a conversation. Does this make sense? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of weirdos out there, and you just you get your guards up, at, and then in the higher level of fame you go, the more the walls go up because of fucking weirdos. It's not, this fool's nice. He's a nice guy. I don't even know if he wants me airing this shit, but uh, Joe's so nice that he's paid for comic surgeries and said, like, don't tell anybody. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That, exactly. Everybody has these fucking thoughts like, oh, it's a, who does that? A nice guy, a good guy. Um, and then so, uh, but now I'm intimidated because this guy is a fucking, he's, he's in another galaxy. And keep in mind, like, just security's top notch for a reason because legends just stop by to see a show. Like Dan Henderson, MMA legend, was just there. I'm like, that's Dan Henderson, you know? And then Graham Hancock was just there. And I'm chilling in the green room with <laughs> Graham Hancock. But I was like, okay, I'm going to get out of here. This is his, you know, let, let him have his people It when it was no longer comic. He didn't kick me out. I'm just like, no, you know, let them have their shit. I don't know Graham Hancock like that. <laughs> I'm going to go watch the show. And so, uh, but entering the green room, I'm having a blast, having the time of my life. I haven't seen him in three years because of the pandemic. And once again, I don't know him like that. I just know him in the capacity I brought him up at about a dozen shows or, sh or so. And uh, so I'm like, I'm, fuck it, I'm gonna go in the green room. I'm Craig Conan, I have value, <laughs> I am worthy, I love you, it's all love. And that, cause he's in the green room, it's not busy. Like if it was busy, I'm not entering the green room. But it's him and my homie Brian Simpson and Asana Mod. So I walk in and I'm just like this. But they're having like a conversation. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know what it is, but I know I'm like, not the right time. And it's like a deep talker or something to where I walk in and he looks at me and he goes, what's up? And then I go, oh, nothing. And I just ran out of the room and I ran away and it reminded me. <laughs> he said hello and I ran away. I ran away. You understand me? It reminded me of Superbad when McLovin, Fogel, and the hot girl turns around and he goes, it's 3.15 and he runs. That's what happened, bro. I went, and I ran. And he's like, what the fuck? And uh, and then Brian Simpson texts me, he's like, come to the green room, bro, what are you doing? I, I went downstairs, I was laughing. I was chopping it up with uh, Curtis and uh, Tony and like somebody else. And, and uh, everywhere you go, there's a different little scene of comics. It's fucking awesome, nooks and crannies. And it's got a scene, it's so dope. 
And so I go back up in the green room and then they did the thing like, oh, it's our buddy Craig. We started with him. We used to do these shitty shows on the top of a mall and we all came up. He goes, I remember you. And he like shook my hand and he gave me the eyes like, like motherfuckers, chill out and sit down, you know? And I was like, okay, Joe. <laughs> and I'm just so happy to be there. I'm trying to talk, just saying dumb shit I wouldn't normally <laughs> say. You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, just just changing my opinion for whatever. <laughs> just like, oh man, what an idiot. No, but that's literally, you gotta hang out with a motherfucker like that, just like a half dozen times just to finally be you after, you know? Cause uh, even Brian was like, what are you doing, bro? And then he goes, he said how he even forgets how big this fool is and how other famous people will be in, you know, like, oh, but he's a nice guy. It's not him. And uh, no, he was cool. It was it was so dope. You know, the next night I was in there, I just didn't say a word. I just sat there smiling. I was like, I'm just going to observe. I ain't saying shit. I felt like a fool. <laughs> just eager beaver. Just loving every <laughs> second of it, trying to be there. Or not trying. I was there. And it was just cool even, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't really care anymore, but like what people think, like, I would rather have a, a handshake and acknowledgement from a hero than like a than a credit. Like that's how much this shit means. Like when Joey Diaz DM me, you know what I mean? That's the best thing that's ever happened to me. That's that I love this shit. Just him saying, I remember you. I was like, fuck yeah, dog. Fucking one of the goats knows who you are that shit's awesome burr said that nice shit we clipped up to try to sell some tickets didn't work <laughs> didn't work burr come on the pod again <laughs> <laughs> this game is fucking hard bro <laughs> it ain't for the pussy boys i tell you what yeah and then at the bar he was cool and it, it was just like just awesome um yeah he gave me like a like he's just a man like it wasn't much but like he even said it's almost like he knew i was nervous and when he said goodbye I, you know everyone's leaving he's like hey thanks like he said just nice shit i don't remember exactly what it was but like thanks for coming by i'm like bro i love you i'll commit a crime for you what are we doing joe <laughs> <laughs> and uh the navy seals were cool as shit we we're talking some shit just having fun I was telling him about dodgeball and shit. I was gonna trying to get some Navy SEALs to play dodgeball. I think I told you this, but years ago in the hallway of the comedy store, um, I was hanging out with Rogan just in the hallway, and I was like, you wanna play dodgeball, bro? And he said, fuck no. He's like, I do MMA, bro. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so my interactions with Joe is running away and asking him to play dodgeball with me. <laughs> Oh, Jesus, I'm going to get banned from the club. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he's the man, bro. That shit's awesome. And he ran his hour, and he's writing new shit, and he gets out of the green room, and they're workshopping it to watch such savagery and excitement that far in the stand-up, you know, like 30 years in. And just, like, it's... Like, people are like, oh, Austin, like, it's going to be the same crowd. No, it's not. It's a destination place. Families travel there and just goes to shows all week. And uh, I'm saying that because it's not the same crowd every night. It's not hot every night. Like, one night, I'm like, oh, shit, this is tough. And then one night, I was like, hey, let me get that tape. You know, this shit's amazing. And uh, 
and they're just working him, Brian Simpson, Hassan are working on bits like, oh, I forgot to do the cult part. Oh, that you know what I mean? Like the primordial ooze of bits and tags and setups and hearing uh, the excitement and the level in the room. Oh, the green room had this fucking monster coffee table, beautiful wood carved out like a giant anaconda in the middle of it. And it's like gorgeous. It's fucking beautiful. But it's funny because it's, you know, a round snake carved is hard to set a drink on. So it's just <laughs> like chaos with this giant serpent that he probably got for free from a fan. But if a guy was selling that, it would be like $25,000, you know, like one of those giant bears carved out of a tree trunk. <laughs> How much does that cost? 50 G's? And uh, yeah, it's fucking bitch in green room. That was cool to witness, just him get off stage. And like when I was hanging and he gave me the eyes, like, just chill out. You're accepted. You're a comic. You're friends with them. That's what it felt like. He In the eyes, it felt like your friends are theirs. Your friends are mine. Chill out, bro. Calm down. Be normal. And I was like, <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. And uh, But even him witnessing him in his own club, he's like, this is fucking cool. He was like me. You know, I was like, this is cool. He was saying the same shit. And if anything, that is just so inspiring to uh, to want that. I want to be like, I want to get to know more. Like, Joe, can you fix the rest of the clubs in the country? <laughs> They're real abusive, sir. And just kind of like start a union to have common decency and get you your ticket link in a in, in a well, yeah, anyways. Um, yeah, just the level of excitement there. And uh, there's freedom of speech there. You can say anything, good and bad. Because you'll have somebody like an expert like Holtzman that's been working on saying anything for like 30 years. And then he inspires others to say things. And you're like, oh, you're, you're not Holtzman, bro. <laughs> but that's the art, you know, the the fine line of playing with it to know where it is, to know how to do it perfectly. And you're going to fail a lot. And uh, so you need freedom of speech for that. But some of the fools, like, you know, shit said on all sides. It's just wild. It's wild. It's fucking cool. It's all inclusive. They got a couple lesbian door guys. So what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to be funny. See? No, just all uh all all things are represented. It's quite nice. You just see that shit. You see some shit too where I'm like, ooh, I want you to say that in West Hollywood. Let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's so important to go on the road and get a flavor of everything and learn uh but yeah, ultimately always say whatever the fuck you want as long as it's more funny. That's the rule. You can't just say shocking shit to be shocking. That's not stand up. You got to make them laugh. But this this place, a lot of growing. Like you see fools trying shit. It made me want to tour less and visit there more. That's exactly. I can't move there because I live on the beach, and fuck, I mean, fucking fucking night. I ain't going over there. It's hot over there. <laughs> it's hot. For, they say it's like hot for like eight months. I'm like, oh no. Oh no, I'll come in the fall. 
Oh man, the mothership. God bless the comedy mothership. Let me put this on airplane mode, no interruptions, get back to these notes. So many notes. I mean, this is a reoccurring thought. It's an old idea, but it, it needs, we need, Karens, 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 where you at? Karens of the world, unite. Speak to the manager about war, genocide, and poisons. Karens, get to work. Go, go snitch. Now's your time. Call the police on the police. What is <laughs> happening out there? It's only going to be white ladies. It's got to be. Right? Who else isn't going to get shot? They're going <laughs> to shoot me. They're going to shoot my brown brother, my cousin. White Karen, they ain't going to shoot her. That's somebody's wife. That's Senator Charles's wife. <laughs> they can't. Karens get to work. There's poison in everything. They keep taking our money for bombs, and they won't let me garden. Yeah, they will. But like, how about we? How about money for organic seeds? No, no, no. Monsanto is the way. It's a lie. It was a joke. I was being sarcastic. I was imitating the government. Oh, this just happened on my beach walk today. I was in high spirits, still am, but I was like walking to the beach and there's a sidewalk and there was a gal coming up and I gave her the sidewalk and I went on the grass. I was like, and I gave her that big old goofy, non-threatening 9 a.m. I'm in sweats. Also, she was goofy and bigger than me. What am I gonna do to her? That's <laughs> that sounds fucked up, but you know what I mean, the threat. And she just snubbed me. No smile, no acknowledgement. Saw me do it and put her head back down. I was like, fucking. <laughs> I didn't say that. We're going to have to bleep that. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but I was being all Christ-like. And then I just got snub-a-dub-dub. -dub. Um, That was rude. Oh, fuck conspiracy theory accounts. I'm done with you. First of all, speaking of Joe Rogan, they're using AI Joe Rogan's voice to get people to believe bullshit that they're spewing. Now, I know there's a lot of truth in that world, but I know there's a whole lot of bullshit, too. It's hard to navigate, but I like to, I like to entertain it. And because nowadays, my, my saying is it's a coin toss, 50-50. And now they're using AI voices of celebrities to convince you of their bullshit. And that's when you know it's bullshit. And then another thing, they're like, they'll give you some facts, but they won't, they'll say, look it up. Research, do your own. No, provide <laughs> the link, you fucking asshole. We're in this, what? Here's proof that the government's rotten and they stole money from you and they're poisoning your children. Oh, really? Where? Let me see. When's it written? Good luck finding <laughs> it. That's not brothers and helping brothers and sisters. Just and what's crazy is some a lot of times that shit is true, and if you just provide the fucking source and the data and this this and that, you're like, oh shit, fluoride is a byproduct of a heavy metal aluminum processing. But when you say, dude, you're doing research, I want to fucking s s kill you. No, I just joking, sweet tooth, consciousness, drink from the cup, Craig, get rid of the venom. It just makes me want to slap you, silly. That's much softer than kill you. How about I slap you, silly boy? Um, you know, mm. what is going on? What the fuck is wrong with this world? From the bombs dropping on innocence to just a jogger. This 
really chat my ass. I know I'm all over the place, but I had these Vietnamese and I was, you know what happened to me. And, uh, <laughs> get out of my butt. <laughs> um, I was driving down my street and there's a giant center divider that's all grass and people jog, walk, animals, lovely. It should be on every street. And then there's this guy jogging in the street. You know, mm-hmm. there's the fucking thing. There's the path. There's never a path, and there's this beautiful path. It's it's nature. It's safe. There's no cars. Now I don't gotta worry about my my side view mirror whacking your elbow, and I might have leaned into it intentionally because fuck you. You know what I mean? <laughs> Get on the grass. But who am I? You can't do that. <laughs> you know. Maybe, I don't know. I just uh, like logic, you know? And if I get to go to one of these fucking airports and they have the paper towel dispenser three inches above the wet sink so it just goes into the water that's been (laughs) sitting there, they're all that way. It's as intentional. They're trying to break us, bro. (laughs) Who does that? Put it a foot up, no problem. Right there, wet, wet, wet. I feel like I'm I'm turning into Larry David, just the idiosyncrasies that you just, but you just get older and you're like, people riding bikes at night should wear those reflectors. This coming from a guy that used to drive on the sidewalk for funsies to get the heart ticking, <laughs> you know? Grow up, everybody. Get a reflector vest and grow up, you fucking animals. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, that note's done. I got so many notes. Oh, corporate cocksuckers, American Airline. So I have a credit, not like, you know, like 50, 60 bucks. And I bought a a ticket to one of these gigs. I feel so many gigs. I'm so tired. It's all right. You get to rest in February, young man. And, uh, What was I talking about? I got anxiety right there when I thought about traveling. <laughs> American Airlines credit. Oh, these fucking bastards. So I try to use my credit to upgrade my seat on the app. Wouldn't let me. So I was like, all right, I'll fucking call it in then. Call it in, long wait. They give you a callback number. That's good. They call you back. I don't understand that either. Would you like to wait 37 minutes or we can call you back? Oh, geez, let me think. Call me back. And Delta doesn't have that as an option. That is criminal. And you are my people. Criminals. So I call in to use the credit I have on American Airlines for a flight already booked to upgrade my seat. And I'm speaking with the lady. And she said, oh, you can't use the credit on upgrading the seat. It has to be used on trips. And I'm like, what's what's the seat on? The seat's on a trip, isn't it? It's on a fucking trip. And she's like, no, I know it wasn't her. And I'm actually not angry, angry. So we're having a a laugh about it. And I'm sweet, mad. 
where I'm like, oh, these fucking corporation cocksuckers. And she starts giggling. She's like, what? <laughs> I was like, I know it's not you. You have nothing to do with this. It's the policies above your head that you have to tell me about. So I was like, it's all good. Have a have a lovely day. And we had a laugh at just me calling American Airlines is fucking monsters. And uh, yeah. When when did we just bend over and take it for everything? Remember? I don't even remember, but I heard I heard a long time ago companies had standards and they last a long time and if they broke they had to fix them. And you can use a credit on the company that gave you the fucking credit. No, no. You see, you have to use it after midnight, but before 12.01. And good luck getting in in that 60 seconds because that's when the devil's alive. You know, they get stipulations, tape. Fuck you. Fuck you and your lawyers. Fuck you and whatever weasel wrote that and made it legal. Go sweet, Craig. No, but fuck that shit. What the fuck? Refrigerators that used to last a hundred years and that are better than they are now. I keep I got on this this is a fun conspiracy theory of refrigeration conspiracy. Come on. <laughs> There's all these companies where they used to last a hundred, two hundred years and they all went out of business. Um, and then they started designing them to fail. And if you look up old refrigerators, they have swivel shelves. They have uh insulated butter holder in the fridge that keeps it room temp so you don't have better better everything's better and then you get this fucker and you gotta thaw it out every six years and half people don't know that so they call a guy and he just unplugs it and he fix it for you the other time a little plastic lever on the fucking sensor will break and you gotta buy a new one <laughs> oh oh general electric says you gotta get a new one <laughs> fuck you g you fucking cocksuckers. Go sweet, Craig. Oh, I said this. This was a good saying. Because a lot of people get worried. You know, because me and Asan Ahmad, were t I did his podcast, and we were talking about free-falling. Yeah, like not not pursuing your dream and not having an, a steady wage and having no clue where income's coming from, but you just keep walking, you know. And we're saying that my buddy Eric Myers said this. He said, "Cream rises to the top," and uh, it kind of just inspired. And I said this. I don't know when I said it, but I was like, "Funny always finds a way." Like if you're funny, you'll make it. You just have to keep the faith for 10 to 20 years <laughs> <laughs> with making no money. But funny always finds a way. I said that. I was like, ooh, write that one down. That's a good one. Funny always finds a way. I'm living proof. Funny. Like I said, I don't remember who I said it. It was here on his pod, but um, I think it was the Son of Mods pod. That should be coming out when this is coming out. Check it out. That was fun. He had me do some like act outs. It was terrible, bro. It was so funny. Oh no, I lost my train of thought. Funny always finds a way. No. You're an example. You said something on the podcast. It's gone. Spit it out, Craig. Hmm. Poof. 
funny always finds a way. What the fuck was the thought? Just have faith. Just go for it. Always. Oh, I forgot that. So, I was, you know, I've been jumping up and down doing my Shigong, whatever those old Asian fools do in the, in the park. You know, mm-hmm. you see them? Yeah. I love it. I've been doing it before sets, and it's been helping. Just, like, just just gets you loose. Loosey-goosey. And, uh, and so I'm doing them at Rogan's Club, but I'm like, I don't want anybody to see me. You know? <laughs> so I'm in the corner, but I forget they have like top notch security and there's cameras <laughs> everywhere. So I'm just jumping, you know, and then uh, all these security. By the way, they all grapple and have cauliflower ear. These motherfuckers are ready. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> I wish every security, every comedy club had security like this. So, uh, and I'm buddies with a lot of them now. We're just having a good time. And they were showing me they have a comedy mothership iPhone of all the the security cameras so they could check on everything and one of these guys came down the stairs and just fucking bleh, Linda Blair and they got it all on camera like oh, <laughs> oh. he's fucking shh, shh, two of them and then he like they were trying to help him and he's they're like ah. you know he's fucking bleh, just pointing his head away from them oh my god it was wild oh yeah just the the cameras of that witnessing that and then also i'm like they probably see me going like fucking doing some weird some weird native shit i love it these are weird notes i watched the screensaver on my tv Ooh, look a river just me a river and my four cats it's a poem I want a pussy so big you don't need a blanket. That's a tag. I shed a demon. (laughs) Oh, I dance like a toddler now. And all of the time. It's like. (laughs) It's the I hear the music in me. And I'll just be. Whenever I'm happy, I'll just be dancing like this. Damn, I think I am autistic. Runs in the family. Oh, I got recognized by law enforcement in a positive way, and it felt nice. (laughs) He's like, I was like, what? What? What'd you hear, man? Allegedly. Oh, you're that comedian guy, huh? Hey, let me see your gun. (laughs) That was cool. I got recognized by TSA, too. And I was like, oh, you a fan? And they're like, no, let me search your bag. No, that's a joke. <laughs> they were a fan, and it felt cool. And I was like, don't don't look in there. I got gummies. <laughs> I got gummies, the multivitamin. God is in the mushroom. And right now, mushrooms are in gummies. I got a sponsor. Look at all this abundance. God is good. God is good. Papa didn't raise no bitch. Who's going to Cuckoo's Town with me? 
<laughs> I got some gummies. You mentally ill, you get a gummy. You got molested, you get a gummy. You can't pay rent, take a gummy. Who gives a shit? We're not money. It's fake. It's paper. It's not even backed by silver or gold anymore. Fuck the Rothschilds and federal banking. Fractal banking. Fractal banking. Who wants some gummies? Look at all these gummies. That's fucking gold, bro. <laughs> That makes me happy. That makes my dick hard. My dick is hard for mushrooms. Who wants to get right? Who wants to get well? It helps me talk better. Did I have one before the podcast? Yes. Did I speak better? No. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked that up. Um, all jokes aside, I am a drug addict, but this is lovely. This is lovely. And this is micro dosing. Each one of these gummies is, I believe, 0.2 of a gram. So you get a hue. You get a hue of a high. Um, honestly, most people I ask about how did it feel, they say I didn't really notice anything. That's if taken on a full stomach. On an empty stomach, the shit hits differently. Uh -huh. If it's your first time and you're a pussy boy, I would highly, highly recommend eating something. And then also, too, if you're scared, take a half of one. And it's so funny to me that people are so judgmental on a little plant that grows naturally, and yet they'll take a pill that has many side effects, some suicidal thoughts. <laughs> I know, I know, everyone's so attached to those little things, so I gotta tread lightly, but I've had lots of friends beyond them and they're no longer with us, so I have some strong thoughts. I also do know that they saved some motherfuckers' lives, but what the fuck you think this do? Organic, no side effects. The side effects is you smile more, yawn more, and wanna go to nature more. Sounds like some good fucking side effects to me, dog. And studies have proven now that it's being decriminalized in many, many, many of areas that one, uh, trip i haven't tripped balls yet i only take the micro um but one full trip like eight of these ten of these you got to eat like ten to trip um will work as an antidepressant for up to six months uh, what was the study six months to a year or some shit it sounds right yeah it's it's all out there we'll provide sources we're not schmucks schmucks what can't talk um they really help with the darkness of the road and travel. Like on flight days when I'm flying East Coast and got to do some savage shit, I'll take a gummy uh, for the plane ride there so I'm not. So shit just breaks you, bro. Travel breaks you. I don't know why, but Jesus, it does. What's up, dog? Uh, effective for up to a year for most patients. Exactly. Now that there's your scientific data, quantifiable data. For major depression, For too. major. I know it helps with uh, PTSD, uh, war veterans, trauma victims, assault victims, the gummy. Little to no side effect. It's non-physically addictive. Now, the addictive brain can... Somebody can always ruin things, is what I'm saying. But if you Google mushroom and psilocybin mushroom, we're probably going to get flagged for this. Oh, shit. Bleeps. It's too, I mean... I don't think we're gonna get with all this 
Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Don't shadow ban me, God. Help me. <laughs> I think we just won't get monetized on this. One. Okay, whatever. We stopped asking anyways. They flag us every four fucking seconds. Well, it's for the greater good. Who gives a shit? Um, micro, micro, micro. Go get yourself some fungi. It is heavenly. Get off narcotics. Fuck big harma and their side effects. And uh, yeah, this shit's awesome. I know it's safe, so do what you got to do also. You know, uh, of course, if you think you need those little things, you know, you're on the you're on the corporate cocksucker shit. Hey, if, if you're safe on that shit, stay on that shit. But, you know, I'm always seeking some natural hippie ways out because I'm a little fucked up troll just like yourself. Don't let these don't let these fancy jeans fool you. I paid extra for the skin marks in them. <laughs> My dad would kill me. He's like, uh, yeah, I just can't speak highly enough on this shit. Um, and they aren't addictive. For instance, uh, the reason I love them so much, and I have to be careful of that, of course, is I'll forget I have these sometimes. Well, not with a case like that, but if I have a bottle. But if it's weed, I will never, ever, ever forget I have weed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, the Batman, where is it? That's my little beef with weed. It's like, I love marijuana, and it is a plant, and God put it on this planet for us to heal, but what is your relationship with it? Does it run the show? It runs a show with me. I don't want to be like Batman and be like, where is it? I need it. Give me my weed. Give me the weed. So, uh, yeah, trying to tackle that last little demon. And uh, it's not, it's a trickster. You know, I say my little analogies, but I, I believe it wholeheartedly. Like, uh, weed is a medicine. You're not supposed to take medicine all day, every day. This is a medicine. You're not supposed to take medicine all day, every day. Are you sipping diamond tap all day, every day? No. But also, I realize a lot of people are severely ill and fucking do whatever you got to do to survive. Is my is my model these motto these days? Because you know, if bettering yourself right now in this circumstance will be the straw on the camel's back that breaks you, then fucking put that shit off for a week until you get out of whatever rock you're under, and then and then attack. Um, always take care of yourself, refill the cup, all that jazz. As I'm spitting all this shit, it's just kind of like reminders to myself because I just deplete myself on the road. It is doing what I love, but, you know, I, I said I was going to take it easy this year, and I'm doing 56 cities. That's not easy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's not easy. And you just break. You just break out there. You just be weeping. Just be weeping in a hotel room by yourself, no cats. But it's all good. Most of the time, it's a lot of weeping for joy. I just did the homie Asana Mods podcast, Dangerous Brown, and I got a call, like a good call. I can't talk about it yet for because uh, they told me not to, and also I'm superstitious. I don't like talking about shit till it's done. But it's two major opportunities, you know, and it's like I got, like, you got the call, like the phone as Seinfeld says, like, oh, I got phone calls. And, uh, yeah, so that call happened to me when I was with him. So I just got super emotional because sometimes you think you're working hard out there in these trenches, so to speak. And you're like, is anybody 
watching? Is anybody paying attention? Like, I feel like uh, I do it out of the love of it, but at some point you seek for sure validation for uh, credits or this or that because it's a business and you're just like, did I speak right? No, I didn't. What I'm trying to say is you do this because you love it, but you do it so long and you kill it for so long, you kind of look and you're like, is anybody paying attention? You want the recognition. You do get it, you know? Like, like, got a little bit at the mothership and this and that. And then, but, like, I guess I always struggled. Like, I wasn't really getting it from the industry. I was getting it from my pals and comics. And so when you get that call, you're like, damn. They were looking. They were watching. That's why I love Deion Sanders and his motivational speeches on the TikToks and whatnot. Like, keep making plays. Nobody's watching. Keep making plays, baby. You third, you fourth, you fifth. Keep making plays. I fucked it up, and he said it better, but that's the whole moral of the story. Just keep making plays. Just keep going. And, you know, maybe this play is a small one, but it led to the next play, which could be a big one. And it could this and that. Or maybe the gatekeeper or the industry saw that but they caught nothing for you right now but they didn't forget that play and then years later they go oh i always fuck you i wanted to give you shit right there but i didn't have the power you weren't big enough yet or about about whatever million different variables this shit matters everything adds up they're each little lego my little legos are hanging out at the comedy store got me a handshake from mr rogan himself and he was like cool it homeboy you sit down and act right and be normal. I'm just I'm sorry, I had sugar today, Joe. I love you. Get off of me. <laughs> just trying to hug Joe Rogan. Um Navy SEALs get in here. <laughs> we got a hugger. Holy shit, bro. I can't even contain the excitement in my heart sometimes. I'm just like, God. It's probably what keeps me from hanging out with the big dogs more. <laughs> Like, oh, this guy's too weird, huh? I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I love you. Um, Did I, sp- did it make sense? Did it make a sense? Yeah. Yeah. Just too many thoughts. My little brain can't spit them all and like a new one comes in and then it like interweaves with an old thought. And I'm like, wait, that's separate. How did that get in there? When I started saying it's a business. I'm like, it is a business, but that doesn't pertain to what you're talking about right now. Did you understand any of that? No, because I have a spaghetti brain. <laughs> I need more dog to warm her. The parasites are back. Fenbendazol, ivermectin, ga ga ga. Yeah, you laugh now. Wait till your TikTok algorithm gets on parasites, dog. Ugh. Um. Yeah, look up uh, microscopic evidence of parasites in your food. If you want to be scared of everything you eat afterwards. The sushi. There's so much in sushi. I mean, it's raw meat. I mean, obviously. Like bear meat has parasites. That's known. To, I'm not a hunter, but hunters say don't ever eat bear. It's just full of worms and shit. And then you get sick from it. Ooh. Once you think about it, I'm like, well, that like it makes sense. Also, you go to the physician and get human dewormer. You don't have to go to Petco <laughs> like me. I am a savage, and I do things different. 
I understand the lunacy of it, but I also understand it's the same fucking ingredient. <laughs> so what mine tastes like pork and milk bone? I like pork. <laughs> How do you think I got the parasites to begin with? <laughs> Full circle of life, baby. Yeah, we can insert some videos of parasites in food if you really want to tell some folks some truth. Oh, God, that one fucked me up. I was like, can't we have anything? It's really uh, prevalent in pork. It's really hard for me to eat bacon the same now. I still force it down because I'm a stubborn old sack. No, uh, I could get rid of almost all pork products, but some baby back ribs in Texas is hard to turn down, and then some good bacon is hard to turn down. Also, a mush cream of mushroom with grilled onions and pork chops on mashed potatoes. Oh, I grew up eating that. Oof. Yeah. Honestly, you just got to grow your own food and raise your own chickens because nothing's safe these days. Oh. I saw this thing on chicken where they inject. I got to stop watching food documentaries, bro. <laughs> they just inject them with fluids and shit to get them to bulk up and look like you look at regular old chickens and we got these Frankenstein chickens to to oppressed meat. Did you see that one where they grind all the like pressed meat is like 40% meat. Uh. And it's like they say it's rotten, they say bologna's rotten and they dye it and spray it with chemicals and that's how it tastes like that. And then they just you know how it's made? Are you familiar yeah, with the show yeah. how it's made? There's a lot of behind the scene footage of how it's made, but the evil underbelly of it. But all the uh, companies are trying to suppress that, but it gets out on TikTok real quick. And then you see how, you know, Foster Farms cold pressed turkey is made. And then your jaw just drops. You're like, you can't eat hot dogs anymore. There's just, I don't know what's what, but they found human DNA in hot dogs. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm like, is that real? <laughs> is this real? Not in Hebrew National and Ballpark. They were top two scoring. Nice. Pay a little extra for your hot dogs, people. Pay the extra buck. Unless, unless you want to eat Timmy. <laughs> Timmy's in your hot dog, isn't he? <laughs> the devil snuck him in. Some evil bastard at the meat grinder. I don't know how it happens. I also don't even know. I Googled it, and it said it was true. But, but if somebody lost a finger in there, that, they probably wouldn't toss the batch, right? Of course not. <laughs> you know they're not. Yeah. But 2%. I was that's, like, two, oh, that's, that's a lot. A lot. <laughs> how about point two? How about a how about the <laughs> fucking how about a micro dose of human? You psychos. <laughs> Jesus Christ almighty. What is happening out there? There's been like 15 items recalled in California because they're damaging and give you cancer. It probably should be about 15,000 items. My lips are so chapped and dry and I'm so thirsty, but I don't want any more of that rocket fuel. I got a water bottle. I'm sorry. Where is it? I'm not a... I'll go get it. I'm trapped. If you guys... I'm like behind... There's a copper water bottle right by the coffee maker. I'm not a diva, I can get up, but I'm attached, I'm under camera, and what you guys fail to see is it's an obstacle course for me to go get the water. And I pay them 
well, actually. Too well. Give me some of that back. Oh, thank you. God bless you. I'm not a diva. I just, I'm trapped. Tell them, Chris. The water was right there. You could have reached and grabbed it. This motherfucker. <laughs> it's the setup. Kevin Hart's people took him out. <laughs> it was his own camp. He's always a Judas. <laughs> Tastes like metal. Still don't like it. Oh, good God. I didn't even tell the stories about the bugs. Let yeah. me go through all the notes, though. I, I got mucho notos. I'll speak it to Spanish. I was just in Galispe, Biloxi, Biloxi, Texas. Gum, gum, gum. Okay. I started picking up trash at the beach. I'm not telling you this because I'm righteous. It's generally because I kept walking by trash and I felt guilty that I wasn't picking it up. I'm human. I still want to do drugs and bareback hookers, you know. That's why I got to do good shit, even the odds are. Even, even the Pope gives back after he's done molesting. That's a weird note. <laughs> Maybe I'll stop reading these notes. <laughs> Interesting. I just I could see my voice. I'm a little a little crazy, you know. I got the, uh, uh, you know, and uh, but I could feel myself getting sweeter. Where I'm about to snarl, I'm like, don't do it. Don't let the sugar win. I feel like I'm the voice of the sugar kids. You know, I'm the voice of you. Are you a Kool Aid kid? <laughs> kid, I said, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Oh, my God. People don't even know. I drank Kool-Aid from a baby to, like, <laughs> 20. Every day of my life. I would freeze it. I would make slushies. I'd make popsicles, tropical punch. I'd eat it out of the bag. Saved all the points. Just Kool-Aid. And then you just learn later, like, yellow, red dye number five causes ADHD and DNA damage and brain dysfunction. I'm like, oh, great. During my formative years, I was on sugar, Kool-Aid, Top Ramen, mac and cheese, Farmer John hot dogs, human DNA hot dogs, <laughs> and then uh, and then drugs. I still got my wits. Now get me a cookie. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just riffing. I'm sorry. You don't have to get me a cookie. <laughs> I'm I'm done with these notes. What are we doing, Craig? That that one picking up trash at the beach. What was that? What was that? Your honest opinion. Uh, I like. I mean, everything but the ending. Huh? Yeah. Well, no. Because it's true. Yeah. It's evil bastards. <laughs> Fuck a molesting cult over there. Way to take a good man's teachings and twist it. Mm -hmm. Forgive your neighbor, and molest the children. <laughs> That's the Catholic Church right there. <laughs> boo boo, come here. Come here, boo boos. Um, 
no. How did I forget this story? I went to my girl's birthday party and I did not want to go. You know, that sounds so fucked up. I hope she doesn't listen. <laughs> and uh, you get nervous around, um, this sounds so weird, but like anybody who's not in the game, what I'm getting at is I don't want to have the same conversation about the industry over and over you know, so when you go to parties that aren't stand up and they're like, you know, you, it's like, damn, I don't, I want to be normal. But then what's weird is if it's done in the right way, then you do want to talk about it. It's just like, cause it's kind of hard to explain them the nooks and cranny of the business side of things for them to understand that it's like, I have to give you a quick, you know, 401 K 101. Oh God, I quit. <laughs> I quit life. And so uh, everybody there is super cool. Everyone's there super funny too. That shocked me. I was like, damn, y'all got stories. One dude's a firefighter. One guy um, had a, a bionic hand, like a metal hand, but like, but like, like he. I was like, damn. I thought he was like a war vet. And I don't know if I'm supposed to share his story, but it's not. Oh well hope you gave me permission dog no but he got into a plane wreck and he was training to become a pilot a commercial pilot and you have to log hours and he was instructing it and it wasn't his fault it was a malfunction and yeah he he got fucked up and then everybody he's the only survivor he's in the hospital for months he's got a bionic hand and uh and anyways we're eating steak and they had these two beautiful dogs Rhodesian Ridgebacks. I don't know if I said that right, but they hunt lions. Like they're they're German Shepherd and something else. They're they're the intelligent dogs that the military use, and they could hop fences like twelve feet tall. And you have to train them because they're too smart. And if you don't, they'll just fuck your house up. You know, because they have they need they 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 need jobs. Like they'll they suffer without it. It sounds weird, but look them up. Rhodesian Ridgeback so they got these two fucking lion hunting dogs and I come in all happy-go-lucky normally they bark at everyone but my, I've been working on my energy and they come right up and they lick my face and they everybody's like wow usually they bark I said not me I've been drinking Christ consciousness in a cup fighting the devil in my booty hole <laughs> and they can sniff it they sniff the light <laughs> they sniff the light yeah I said it Rhodesian Ridgebacks no I got the sweet tooth because of consciousness, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm just a little, I don't know if I'm a little hot. Yeah, I, I think I ate a gummy. Um, and uh, I'm having a good time. We're cracking up. And they're like, they're, they're, they're like, they're all good people. And, 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 uh, and then there's me, you know, and they're telling their stories. And I'm like, I shit on a plate in Mexico and slid it under my friend's door. <laughs> and they're all like, wait a minute. What did you just say? I was like, you guys done do stuff like this? <laughs> Even the the fighter pilot with the bionic arm was like, no. No, sir. You're crazy. He wasn't a fighter pilot. He was a pilot. Oh, that's what I'm getting at. So thank God he has a sense of humor because they're clearing plates and those tri-tip, good tri-tip with chimichurri sauce. And uh, I said, are you done with that? And uh, he said, no. But my brain just thought they're going to throw away 
the last bite of steak on his plate. Mm-hmm. So I just grabbed it with my hand and I just met him, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I just said I was going to eat that. And I went, oh, I'm so sorry. And then we laughed because I, what, <laughs> what I wanted it for, see, what had happened was I thought they were throwing it away in the dumpster. And I was like, I'm going to go give this to the dogs. Don't throw that away. We got two fucking wolfhounds here. Let me give them a little taste of blood. And but he said, no, I'm not done with that. And he was about to eat it. And I went like this with my hand. And everyone's like, oh, my girl's mortified. She's like, oh, my God. Oh, and I kept farting. And, and it's just like, stop it. I was like, farts are funny. It's not to me. It's like this, you know. I'm going, I was like, hey, man, I ain't going to change. What do you want? I stole your man's beef on my bad. I didn't. <laughs> And then I look over and he got more food and he was eating it inside away from me after that. <laughs> I felt so bad. I felt awful. Um, no, but like that sounds really bad, but we were <laughs> friends. We had a good laugh. We literally howled laughing because I just, they're like, you just took it off his plate with your hand. You didn't even use a fork. And then I started tearing it up. <laughs> this is my first interaction with all of these people. And then like this, and I'm just like, man, I gotta drink more ayahuasca. I don't know what's wrong with me. I gotta get regular. I'm farting, shitting on plates, taking a man's steak, his last bite. You know the feeling when it's your last bite? His girl laughed though, because she said, honestly, that's karma for him because he does that to me all the time. I said, see, see? That shit was crazy. That shit was gnarly. Um, I don't know what to say and what's rude and what's. I'm trying to speak with sweet. I didn't, you know, anonymity. I don't know. People don't ask to be on shit. I gotta stop naming them. You know, I give his name, address. This guy. <laughs> um. Oh, sweet Jesus! All right, how long we been rolling? Uh, an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, holy moly. All right. I'll forget the notes. There's a few left. They're all weird anyways. <laughs> Who wrote those? My brain is so tethered with light and dark. I'm like, God is good. Fuck the church. You know, like, like, uh, like it's frustrating. Oh, that too. I got an astrologist to read my chart because I like that stuff. And uh, look up JP Morgan, that criminal. But it's a it's a famous quote he said in an interview. He said, millionaires don't use astrology. Billionaires do. I don't live my life by it, and I absolutely do not understand it. But the shit is powerful. Women, menstrual cycles go with the water and the moon. All sorts of shit. Ask any emergency room operator and uh, uh, phone operator and any emergency first responder how crazy it is on full moons. They'll all say, bro, what the fuck? So there's something to it. I know there's something to it. I don't understand that. And of course, this area, there's saints and crooks and criminals. You know, there's people saying, give me your money and I'll tell you every, you know, get the fuck out of here. But there's also something about it. So I got my shit read. And keep in mind, they know nothing about me. And they basically told me my whole life story through the charts. She's like, oh, I see on this, this, everything is tethered to light and dark, the yin and the yang. And for this, there's an opposite. She's like, oh, you have fire. uh, You got a fire in you. I'm like, yeah. 
And she's like, oh, you got a father wound. It shows on your chart like this. I'm like, yeah. And like on and on. And she goes, oh, you're constantly at war with yourself. You have like duality. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, don't worry. That'll that'll go down. And I'm like, when? She said, 2049, the war is over. <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> I got 25, 26 more years of this shit? I'm fucking tired, bro. I don't want no more war. Why you think I keep drinking the ayahuasca? <laughs> I want peace. 2049. 2040. 26 more years of war in my soul? Whatever. I've been fighting this fucking long. Fight for light, cocksucker. Fight for light. Don't feed the bad wolf. He's a bad boy. <laughs> um... Yeah, there was so much more to it, but um, I like astrology. If you could find a good astrologer and not a general, they do your birth chart and they they tell you stuff. I don't know. I don't really pay attention, <laughs> but it's fun. It's fun. There's something to the stars. I mean, we are stardust. Hey, no, come on, stay, stay. Yeah, there you go. Come here. All right, but to the bugs. Let's talk about bugs now. I know I've been naming some famous fucks, but that's who the fuck was hanging out. And I'm not no star fucker. I just love this shit. But here go a couple more names. I don't know what on earth is happening with bugs, but I had a caterpillar in my hair at the airport. Now I'm in Delta Sky Lounge getting diarrhea, getting one of everything because I'm a fool like that. Let me see if I can list it. So I had a roasted gouda soup with oyster crackers i had some thai spaghetti with meatballs had pork and i got the human day and maybe not those rich people lounge they don't like that stuff it's for the poor give it to the poor give them to me not us you know food grade pork we get the good pork uh, and uh all right fuck what i ate just stick to the story craig <laughs> This is like Diarrhea City, though. I listed it all. I'm like, oh, God, what are you doing, bro? But it's free. It's free. I'm like, oh, I got to try that. And uh, bought like a half dozen cookies off the gourmet cookie shop for no fucking reason. They're this thick. Or I need a half dozen for I'm by myself. I ate them all. Like, oh, God. <laughs> thick fucking boys. Oh, they're good. This <gasps> mm, sorry. Okay. Back to the story. Finish the podcast. Tell the story. Don't go off silly willyville. All right. I'm in LAX Delta Sky Lounge, and I have a caterpillar in my head, and I run into Kevin Nealon, but I don't know I have a caterpillar in my head, and I'm just like, Kevin? And I, I, I have a caterpillar in my head, and he's looking at me. You know, he's looking at me. I see his eyes, but I don't understand. I thought he didn't recognize me at first, but I've emceed, you know, at least 20, 30 shows with him on it. He knows me. He knows I worked at Trader Joe's. We talked about products. He's a super sweet, nice guy. Extremely funny. That's one of the fools I first met where I was super excited. I was like, I watched you on all my movies. And now I'm sitting next to you. And it's just fun. And I have a caterpillar in my head. Keep in mind, I've never ran into any famous fucks, as I call them. I've never ran into any famous fucks at the LA Delta Sky Lounge ever in the two years I've been, three years I've been going in there. 
And the one day I have a caterpillar in my hair, I run into Kevin Nealon and Tiffany Haddish. And then I film it all and we'll insert videos here. There was this little gray caterpillar in my hair. Yo, I just had a caterpillar on my ear. You see that? Yeah. I had a caterpillar on my ear. I'm at the Sky Lounge, Delta Sky Lounge. I ran into Kevin Nealon, not trying to clout or nothing, but I ran into a guy I know from stand-up that I used to watch on TV, and he's kind of a hero, SNL, Happy Gilmore, on and on and on. Legend, the hypnotist. He's the farter on the hypnotist with Adam Sandler. I love this man. I had a caterpillar on my ear when I said hello to him. No wonder he was looking at me weird. It's like, what was on your head, Craig? A fucking caterpillar. I, I went through security with this. They check my ID. They look at my passport. They look at my head. Nobody told me I had a caterpillar on my head. That's a fucking caterpillar. You see that? I'm gonna set this little guy free because I don't kill anymore. You know, Buddhist way. Hang on, let me turn this around. It's hard to do this. Get off me. Come on. Where'd it go? Oh my God, it's still on me. Let go. He's still alive though. In my hair. I put him in the in the lounge. I run into Tiffany right after I free him. I was like, I just had a caterpillar in my hair. And she said, ooh boy, I would've picked it out. And she's so sweet. So uh, run into Tiffany Haddish and I'm in the lounge and the caterpillar just left my hair. And then she uh, she said, oh, you rich now. And I said, oh, you know, we're, we're making money now. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't own my land and this, this, that. And she goes, you rich now, huh? And she like punked me into being positive affirmations and manifesting and speaking it into existence that she is living proof. And she talks about it all the time. And I always quote Jim Carrey. And, you know, in my small capacity, I am also living proof of that. And uh, see, even right there, I shot down my own shit. But these guys are fucking big time, you know. Um, but we are too. You got to speak it as if it already existed. But it's just funny that I ran in uh, to it, was hanging with the son Ahmad the whole time in uh, Austin, and uh, he just did fucking Rogan. By the way, how did I forget that? Did I say that? I think I did. Mm -hmm. He just was episode twenty fifty on the Joe Rogan Experience. Check him out. He's so funny, and he's my bro, my ride or die, a one. From day one, we started together. You know what I mean? You know how many fools you start with to stay in it? And not many, bro. Not many. So it's super cool to see all of us popping like popcorn, just getting shit. And then I said, I just did a theater. That shit was dope. It was probably about 400 motherfuckers in there. But I, but then I started shooting it down. This is to Asana Mod. I was like, yeah, but it was, it was an old one. It was a bootleg. It was this. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like Theo's theater. And he goes, you a theater comic now, huh? And I fucked that one up too. But so you get the gist of it. I'm tired, all right? <laughs> the order was supposed to be how it really went. Like I said, oh, I did a theater. He goes, oh, you're a theater comic. And then I started trash talking it. And then he goes, you a theater comic. And I saw the same exact pattern of him punking me to positivity and manifesting that Tiffany Haddish did. And I've been talking for an hour and a half, so I get tired and I forget. <laughs> and then cut to today, I had a wasp in my hair. A wasp landed on my hair after my beach plunge of being healthy. And I did like 30 push-ups. That's really good for me. 
and I'm eating beef stew. My sister made me. I've had it the last like 14 meals. I've just been shitting mud the whole week. It's great. And uh, and a waft lands on my head, and he wouldn't leave. And I started filming it, and we'll insert here, and there'll be a video to come. I'm a fucking wasp on my hips. Ah! Ah! Get off me! Of me and just fighting a wasp in my fucking hair, bro. And he wouldn't get out. I and he just just kept. I was head banging, and he just wouldn't get out. He's trying to make a nest, and he can't. I feel him going like this. I'm trying to eat my sandwich. I'm filming it, screaming. A caterpillar on my ear, and then a wasp in my head. In the same week, like what is happening? <laughs> and it's that one's on tape. Both are on tape. I'll send you all the videos. Anyways, I am talked out and I am tired. I started speaking more articulate towards the end. <laughs> the gummy kicked in. Shrooms do help. I took it at the beginning and I didn't talk so good at the beginning. <laughs> and then, 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 then. Yes, I just love you all. Ah, I'm just so tired, you know, wildlife. Good, good, good stuff. That's a crazy week, huh? Yeah. I think about that shit. Where I'm like, damn, in one week I live more than like 90% of the population. I'm not trying to brag. It's just like when you put it in perspective like that. But then the other 10% is like, imagine a CIA spy. Oh, I just, <laughs> you know, caused a war in South America. Now I'm off to the Middle East. My stories are tiddlywinks. <laughs> They're like, we're going to fund both sides of a genocide. And I'm like, oh, no, thank you. I'll stick with jokes. All right, that got dark. Uh -oh. Anyways, I love you all. Peace and love. Go garden. Call out evil. Go to light. Eat the gummy. Drink less coffee. Good luck. Just love, love, love. And uh, yeah, fight the good fight. Fight for light. No hate. It's crazy out there. I try not to talk about it, but who good golly Miss Molly? Go to nature. Love your love your brother. Love your sister. Um, call to an end of this madness on all sides. Fuck all these governments. They're just killing people. All sides. All governments. All groups. Like the Carlin said. Like fuck these people in their groups. We got all this money. Why can't we garden? How about we have an apple tree in every corner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that's hippie shit. But it's better than these fucking bombs, eh? And, uh, yeah, I watch the news. It's pretty wild. Um, just peace and love. Pray. Pray for good. Pray for light. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. Life is precious. Namaste, everybody. Peace.